0: hey can you hear me yeah i can hear you great hey everybody welcome to lesbians taking over the world this is episode three of the podcast um we have two guest speakers today uh, and they are friends of mine. Um, they've been in a relationship for six months. Uh, sorry seven months <laughs> uh, So I'll uh, let them introduce themselves to you Okay, yeah, so yeah, my name is Terry Um,
1: I'm from Zimbabwe. I'm Zimbabwean uh, but for the for the um, Until March for the whole one year six months. I was in the UK where I was reaching for my masters in sustainable agriculture and food security at Newcastle University, uh, but now I've returned home after completion of my degree program. But obviously, uh, my um, my travelling to UK for education purposes came with its own, you know, uh, rewards because I managed I made friends while I was there, and Gemma. Is one of the good friends that I uh, met and that I, I'm still in contact with um, from from the time that I was in Newcastle. And obviously, I met Sarah, and the woman that I've been dating for about seven months now. That I've been in a relationship with for seven months now. Um, so it's been it's been a really good experience so far. And how how old are you? Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm 37 oh, yeah, and I turned well. 37 March.
0: Yeah, we're the same age. And Sarah?
1: Um, I am um,
2: 46, nearly 47, gosh. <laughs> um, oh, 50 ever approaching. Um, I am um, a nurse I have been a nurse for over 20 years. I've spent half my career in the community. I um, am also what you call a later in life. I came out only three years ago. um, And that's probably another chat for you another time. (laughs) uh, Because it's quite an interesting journey that I've been on. Um, But I came Mm -hmm. out late. Um, I am... Met Terry through um, the Meetup. Uh, it was just by coincidence. I asked if somebody wanted to go to the cinema, and she said she'd come. And sometimes there would be several of us would go, and it just happened that just the two of us turned up. And um, yeah, just, just just so
0: the listeners know, there's a there's a, a website and an app called Meetup, and it's um, it's where all different groups um, arrange meetups. It can be anything from you know religious groups to um, book book readers, LGBT. And stuff. So you, you, you two met on the. Uh, it was a lesbian Newcastle, a local Newcastle lesbian.
2: It was just a one. It was right. a one I joined not long after I first came out uh, as a way to kind of explore, I suppose, the community and get to know more people who were more like me, I suppose, and had so I could feel. I don't
0: know. Yeah. No, I, you but, I actually I mm. want to talk about a little bit about meetup because um, it's really important if you're. I found that when I first became disabled, um, I, I don't know if the listeners know I'm disabled, but um, I meet up, I had the same, that's why I joined Meetup as well, was because um, I wanted a way of meeting other um, lesbians and LGBT people, but like in a way where you're not getting drunk in a pub all the time, and I, I find pubs anyway quite... Um, stressful for me anyway now with my illness because the loud sounds hurt me and stuff like that and i wanted i wanted to like meet other meet other lesbians and meet other gay people but like where we'd go and do something like you know we go for we go for a hike or i mean in my case i take my mobility scooter but or we'd go for um we'd go to the cinema or um we'd go to a museum together so yeah if you're a meetup was fantastic like i remember when i first came when i first came out years ago um I joined Meetup and I met up with uh, the same reasons as you, Sarah. Um, I didn't have any lesbian friends, and even though I'd come out, like I was, I felt really isolated, and I needed, I wanted to like make friends so I could talk about what it's like to be a gay woman because I, you know, I didn't have any friends. And um, I joined Meetup. And this was years ago. I was like seventeen. I think I was. God, I was really young. And um, no, no, no. I was a little bit older. That's why I came out when I was 17, uh, 16, 17, But um I didn't really have any lesbian friends um so when I was a little bit older that was it I think I was about 21 or something um I joined meetup and I met up with 20 20 of us met up um somewhere I forget where now um yeah and I made a lot of friends from that and it was it was just nice to just talk to other other gay women really and just like about stuff that only other gay women are going to understand you know so yeah I really yeah. recommend recommend that website and that app if um there's other groups as well. there's groups on Facebook. I run a group on Facebook um, called Liverpool Lesbians queer women Meetup. Um, and we do regular meetups as well um, all around Northwest. Um, so there's some groups on Facebook, but yeah, meetups. meetup's are a pretty cool way to yeah, just, it is I've joined several things
2: because um, I'd obviously been in a heteronormative or whatever you would call it world. yeah um, and being out as well, I think. I also think getting older, um, you do give less of a shit, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. barely half the century, my god. Um, <laughs> so, it's like, I'm at the point now where as long as my um, family are comfortable, you know, Yeah. but if they weren't, then they would have lost me anyway. But the, only, the person who was most important to me about their reaction was my son, and obviously he's of a different generation who actually don't give a shit and are just happy as long as you're happy. So very that's great.
0: So your family and your son, they they, accept, they accepted it quite well then. Um, my parents
2: have been actually, surprised me quite a lot about my um, their reaction. My mum turned around and said she'd always known I was gay, which would have helped when I was a teenager.
0: <laughs> she, yeah, but, um, <laughs> I had the yeah. exact same reaction. I was like, why didn't you tell me then? <laughs>
2: But I don't, have re- I don't believe in regret. I don't believe in worrying about the past or well, dwelling you've got on a beautiful son out of
0: it, you know, so it's not like... Not,
2: no. not, But you can't do anything about the past, really. You can only go forward being positive and doing living your life is how you can going forward, because yeah. if you dwell too much on the past, it just ends up um, messing with your head.
0: But it's, it's funny, so I've it's- got quite a lot of friends and, and ex-girlfriends, actually, who were in a male relationship, you know, they were in a straight relationship and they have children out of it. And they wouldn't regret it for a second, I mean obviously yes they 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 kind of feel a bit strange that they kind of knew they were a lesbian um years and years ago, but just couldn't admit it to themselves, but they don't like obviously from my po- from their point of view, my point of view, it's like you know here they are they've got these beautiful children and that they love dearly, and so for them wh- how could you regret that you can't regret that you know <laughs> Um, and also, and they did love yeah. their they did love their husband. They did love the men that they were with, even though they prefer. You know, in the back of their mind, they probably did prefer prefer women, but they still did love those men. You know. Well,
2: I'm I'm still not divorced, not through choice. It's because I can't afford it. I'm just saving up to get divorced because I do want to be divorced and be my own person again. Yeah. But um, it's quite difficult in this country to get divorced. It's not the easiest thing. I don't think mm. people grasp that that's in expensive the expensive as well. Very expensive and it's not um it's up to them to agree it. You can apply but they can actually reject it. Um so it's actually better if the man applies for it. and um, I'm very lucky in the fact that my I call him my ex husband is um we are actually very good friends and he's probably been my biggest supporter coming out. So Wow it that's amazing been very
0: that's unusual actually
2: very amicable and it means we can parent our
0: son well and openly so, which is quite unusual yeah. like most uh, most friends that I've got um when they came out their their previous relationship if it was a man they didn't take it too well you know
2: oh he's he's been he's been cool and he is very I mean we, we still have our moments because we've always fought and we do fight about probably irrelevant things but um in relation to my sexuality and coming out he has been um really really um I can't think of the word just um. just very, very supportive and um mm. very good gr- like grown up hasn't turned into like we've dealt with it and it's better for our son because it means he's getting a a very um a good he's seen in a positive way as well because you know that that's what's that's what's important at the end of the day with all of this is the child so that's why
0: so did he did your son you came out to your son then did you you came
2: came out to my son about a week after i came out to my husband (laughs) And he,
0: you, you, you say he took it. He took, he took it really well because you think of it's his generation.
2: Yeah, he's well. He's, he's coming up 14 so he was about what three years ago. So, God, I'm not very good at maths. Eleven, he was, maybe around
1: eleven.
2: One on 11? eleven. He was a couple of months off his eleventh birthday, and he just he'd said when we first said we were going to be separating that he just wanted us to be friends. He was fine as long as we were friends, and then. When I told him about me, he just went, okay, so you like girls, fair
0: enough. And that was it. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Oh yeah, I'm kind of jealous because when I was, um, I don't know about, well, you, you definitely, Sarah, you'll well, I know Theresa's obviously uh, from a completely different culture, so would be completely different. But when I was growing up in the 90s, when I was at school in the 90s, you just couldn't, I mean, Jesus Christ, like, le- the word lesbian was almost like as bad as a Nazi. It was, it was considered vile, disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I got caught kissing a few girls, and then it, and then my nickname then throughout school was the lesbian, but not in a positive way, wow. you know. And it very much I had to keep in the closet. And even though I didn't know myself that I was, I denied to myself that I was gay because because of the because of the reaction that I was getting at school and from all my from all my friends and my parents actually um, was that lesbian was like this disgusting really sick warped you know it was almost like you've got to be you you are warped or you're not you're not you're a freak you know if you're a lesbian yeah. but it's just it's just what? funny now when i speak to kids i've got you know quite a lot of friends yeah. that have children and that and when they go to school now it's um they would t- it's the when i speak to teenagers from the when, if i speak to um, a young person from the age of say 11 to 14 i let them i don't talk about it i don't bring it up to them i let them talk talk about it to me because i feel like that's up to the parent, you know, I don't really want to throw it in their faces, but they, um, they, they, they tell me like, oh, um, so-and-so is bisexual, so-and-so is a trans girl, so-and-so, and they're, and they're so okay with it. It's for, like for teenagers now in Liverpool who are going to school, not all schools, but in a lot of the schools that I know anyway, um, I noticed that the teenagers, it's, they're completely accepting of gay, bisexual, queer, trans, you know, they're, to them, it's just normal. And and I, in a way, I'm just so jealous because I'm like, God, I wish it was like that in the '90s when I was growing up, you know. Even
2: worse, because I grew up with AIDS. So in the oh, '80s, God, yeah, Jesus,
0: and I didn't
2: come out. Um, well, I am a true Geordie. Yes, oh. I'm trying. I'm trying to talk more.
0: Terry's probably laughing because I'm probably doing. <laughs> probably doing. Are that. you toning down the Geordie? <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. yeah interesting. Well, her. as you can hear from my voice, I I used to actually have a really thick Leeds accent, believe it or not. And I used to sound like Mel B, honestly, like just like Mel B. Um, but then when I when I lived in uh, then then I kinda of picked up a, a bit of a scouse twang. So then it kinda of sounded like halfway between Yorkshire and Scouse. But and it was it was as strong as it was stronger than yours, Sarah, honestly. But then when I lived um, when I moved to London and South Africa, nobody could understand a word I was saying, like at all. I couldn't even get a pint of milk like it got to the point where i was going to the local shop and i was i was um they couldn't i kept trying to ask for milk and they couldn't understand me so i started going moo moo and like you know doing like <laughs> milking a cow's udders you know like to try and explain and it got to the point where i thought i am gonna have to change my accent like i've got no choice here because you know they the only accent they understand is a, is a kind of generic posh british accent which is what i came back with But obviously now my family and friends up north they they rip the piss out of me all the time because I sound like fucking Mary Poppins, you know. But that's why I that's why I don't sound northern that northern now, and I have this accent is because Africa like no one could understand what I was saying. You
2: still sound northern to me, but not like not northern like me. But you do still sound northern.
0: Yeah, I I think I do. I think I do a little like it's there, but my I think my accent's quite generic. It's almost like generic almost. Seventeen years, so because that's uh, where I moved back up the northeast in
2: two thousand and eight. So it's um, my accent's getting stronger every
0: year. I'm back here. <laughs> and and ter- Terry, um, when you were living in Newcastle, did you did you find it hard to understand any of the Geordie accent or? Some like- of
1: some of it, yeah. Initially, because like you know, like I was saying that in the first year of. And arriving in Newcastle it was all about my studies so and because obviously I'm interacting more with university students so and they're from different parts of the world in oh, yeah, different course. parts of the UK yeah, so you'd have to just like one jody in a class of 20 so I was not that exposed to the jody accent except for the time where I walk into a shop or something like that Yeah. Um, until when I started working yeah but I, I would find some of some of it difficult to understand. I'd have to keep telling them to repeat themselves. Um, yeah, because I, I know I know when people like when it. people come
0: from yeah. abroad to I've got a lot of when I lived in London I had a lot of friends from outside of the UK, and I know that they said when they go to Liverpool and Newcastle that they they do find it very difficult. Especially my Italian friends, um, because they yeah. they were saying my Italian friends were explaining to me that in Italy. That there isn't a lot of English-spoken TV or films, which is where a lot of people pick up accents to be able to understand. So they come across without any... The only thing they've really done is listen to listen to music with English accents, um, which, you know, they've predominantly been listening to maybe London accents. And then they go to Liverpool and Newcastle, and they, got, they said to me, like, it was like trying to learn yeah. a new language. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I understand, because for me... Um, the one that we, we see most on TV, like in this part of the world, is that the one, obviously the Porsche one, right? The London accent. Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely.
1: So, yeah.
0: So Apart from I mean, Biker Grove. unless yeah. If Biker Grove was sent around the world, that'd help the Geordies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that'd help. <laughs> Maybe Brookside, if they just, like, made Brookside International <laughs> and Biker Grove, then it'd be... <laughs> um, yeah, the- so have to have subtitles. <laughs> yeah, they probably. Do you know they? Do you know they do that, right? Um, my 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 American friend was telling me that. Um, what TV show was it that they have to put English subtitles on? And I said to them, but that's not even a strong accent. I forget where it was filmed. Um, was it Preston or somewhere? It was it was northern anyway. It was a northern. T- I think it was Queer as Folk. That was it. You know that Queer as Folk was based in Manchester.
2: But that show was amazing. Yeah, it,
0: me too. It was b- groundbreaking. Oh my god, it was incredible. If there's anyone listening right now that's um, maybe maybe perhaps a little bit younger and they haven't heard of it, there's a TV show called Queer as Folk, which is about gay men in Manchester, the gay male, ma- the gay scene in Manchester, and it was groundbreaking uh, when it came out because uh, there'd never been gay male gay sex on TV up to that point. It wasn't just groundbreaking; it was just really really funny, really honest, really like true life because i i lived in manchester for oh i think about 5 years 6 years and um like that was my life in manchester like it it was that crazy it, the gay scene ca- can be that crazy depending on how young you are and what you're into um but yeah if you if you get the chance to watch it there there's an american version of it they they did a remake of it in america but personally i don't think they should have i mean it's it's great for the american market i guess but it, it was a very british um tv show but when they um, sent it around the world because it was so popular. Because, like I say, at that at that time, in, it, around the world on TV, gay gay sex and gay kind of culture had never really been shown. That honestly before, um, but they had to subtitle it. <laughs> and and like I said, it's funny because the accent's not even that strong. It's like a Manchester accent, and the Americans were like, "No, but we couldn't understand it." <laughs> I was like, "God."
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, they wouldn't obviously for you it would sound uh, you know easy yeah yeah
0: um, so yeah. so Terry tell us about um you uh, you're brought up in uh, you're from Zimbabwe right yeah and so what, I, what like when did you come out and thought that was it quite recently was it or... I,
1: I haven't come out come out so I I mean I knew a, a I've always known I was gay, but um, it was almost confirmed when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I used to have like a cr- I used to have a crush on my grade grade three teacher, <laughs> but I didn't know it was a crush. But it was just this liking that I didn't know. I just liked her so much. Um, but now, I mean, in hindsight, it was just. This Liking, liking, but obviously, I mean, I'm young, and there's no feelings involved there or anything like that. But it's just this fascination that is beyond normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was tomboy just growing up. I used to play with boys. Um, I used to do boy, boy stuff. Um, But then, when I, when I was 16, uh, for some reason, I watched a film on TV that that had a lesbian theme, and it, it, it it had two women uh that we're kind of uh uh falling for each other but we're straight in the way uh, fighting of those feelings because obviously and was
0: that was that no film man. from from zimbabwe was it a zimbabwean film or was no. it no uh obviously not zimbabwean we don't we,
1: even now we don't we don't make such kind of films oh really uh it was okay. an international film yeah i think it was american or something like that right. so those scenes because i knew i couldn't wait to watch it I would watch it each and every episode and I want to make sure that everyone is in bed by the time it comes up like especially my my younger sister So just because I used to enjoy it and I'd look forward to it and it was it felt so right and so natural And especially the intimate scenes. I was like, oh, yeah, so then that <laughs> that's when it <everything> just <laughs> fell into place Like okay, this is it and I was still in boarding school at the time So yeah, And I had a fling with a friend friend of mine from boarding school that I was friends with from when I was in Form 1, but this happened when I was in Form 4, when I was 16. So,
0: so there was it, a thing. Le- but Is it legal or illegal in, in Zimbabwe to be gay? Illegal. It's,
1: illegal. It's, illegal. it's illegal. It's illegal. It's not legal.
0: Wow. Okay. I don't think yeah, I actually realised that. I knew, I knew yeah, certain and, countries it was illegal, but I didn't realise Zimbabwe it was illegal.
1: Yeah, I you know it is, yeah. I mean, they know. They know it exists there, um, but but yeah, it's not. I mean, we have we have organizations that represent gay people, which is interesting. That we have registered non-governmental organizations, like we have the Gays and Lesbians Association, wow. uh, to, to represent gay men and women. Um, but also at the same time, it's not recognized as something that it's not even legal. I
0: mean, it's just so yeah. Is it like? It's jail. Like, is it like? You know, in the UK, like like cannabis is is illegal, but it's it's not really frowned upon by many people. You know, it's it's kind of illegal, but a lot of people a lot of people use it for um, medicinal medicinal reasons and all all kinds of reasons. Um, so, and it's it's frowned upon, but only in certain types of types of communities of, of of society. So, is it like that, where it's it's illegal, but people are aware of it, and it's or is it highly frowned upon by everybody? Is it considered? It's, it's, considered highly,
1: it's highly frowned upon by the majority of the people. Wow. So, I mean, there's a few open-minded people that are starting to to realize that. Okay, so we have these people that didn't necessarily choose to be who they are, and the least we can do is just to accept them. But um, it's frowned upon as something that is an African, something that came with colonialism, something that was brought to us by the whites, or something that. The Europeans are trying to impose on us, but as an African people, um, it's not us. So, a lot of people just
0: oh, so they see it as like they see it as something that's being infiltrated by by the Western by outside by definitely, the Europeans.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah, definitely. That's why you hear some people, some leaders say, "We are not gays. Why are you imposing your your values upon us?" Mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm like yeah so they feel like i mean there's always been these um uh there's always there's always been uh these these talks with the europeans about uh, gay lesbian and gay rights in africa and they don't see it as something that is pressing because they feel there are other issues that they could prioritize other than gay right. and lesbian rights But yeah, when, but so when they still, showed that like, film
0: in the, so they're showing they're showing an international film that had lesbian uh relationship in it so how could, why was that allowed to be shown? So, did they, did they allow certain
1: Yeah, so it did it did. Just but but he, he there's this this one this one um point that that I I did mention is that so here's here's me following each and every episode obviously, um things are getting more and more heated. Obviously the the women that were involved in the in the film that we yeah, um Uh, falling in love with each other but at the same time fighting the feelings because to them it was unacceptable finally got to to kind of um, go beyond that 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 fear and the fight the fight the internal fire fighting Mm -hmm. uh, to eventually try want to do something and you know what that that whole section was censored
0: so you could wow yeah, wow. you could
1: you could okay. tell that
0: a, a huge chunk of the episode. You must have been so you must have been so heart gutted about that. Oh my god, I was. So <laughs> I bet you were heartbroken.
1: I was, I was because I mean, literally, I That's mean, the first if you time know, you've how... ever seen
0: it, yeah. When you're when you're young, it's so those TV shows I... are so important, those films.
1: <laughs> yeah you see I was young and you, you can almost predict what's going to happen you can almost see where it's leading to you know yeah. and when it got to that bit then they, they censored it and I was like oh man, of course they moved so yeah
0: God, you must have been... it's funny you know <laughs> people don't talk about how but I, I was talking to my friend about this yesterday that TV and film is so so important for um, for, for, for kind of getting like gay people in society being seen and also when you watch it when you especially when you're young when you're a teenager and you're not quite sure if you are gay or not um tv and film and musicians and uh like seeing it on tv seeing other people having gay kissing or whatever it is it's just so 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 important because it not only does it help you as a gay teenager work out you know am i definitely gay is this what what am i experiencing but also it helps straight people to accept it in their minds that if they're seeing it enough they might realize that it's not unnatural you know
1: yeah yeah obviously but obviously yeah yeah i mean it's it's a quite a it's a quite a controversial issue but i mean as we were growing older then we were watching south african uh, tv via satellite but it's not available uh, anymore so we used to watch uh, south african channels mm-hmm. sabc one two and three i remember them and the yeah, e- I remember. <laughs> yeah and and yeah so and because um south africa was obviously more progressive in that in that
0: yeah.
1: regard they would really they would show so that's that's how um i i would get exposed to those kind of like films and documentaries and movies mm-hmm. and and things like that yeah but obviously i mean um, it's not it's something that is uh, unacceptable. You know that this is who I am and You can you know that it's it's coming out to your family or to anyone else at all is a no-no because it's not going to be looked at as something that is Pleasant it's ungodly. It's demonic. So it's just you're just forced to keep it to yourself yeah. until such a time that you can say it if you can at any point, but otherwise you don't want to also risk um, damaging relations and it's it's complicated especially since uh, the African culture emphasizing the community living. So for as much as we're individual there's just the whole community that we used to we, we have to to day, take into consideration.
0: To the,
1: yeah, data yeah, so, from... so you have to be careful there, yeah. But yeah
0: because yeah. just so people know um i lived in uh, i moved to south africa um in my early uh, early 20s i think it was and in um i lived in Joburg, cape town and um in south africa it's le- they were the first country to make it le- uh, legal for gay marriage but like as in completely legal like uh legal whereas in the uk you could get a Um, kind of a it was like a a partnership agreement was it wasn't full true marriage now it is now it's legal in the UK but back then when I was there um, South Africa was the first country to ever make which is there's a whole history behind it if you you, if you go into Google you research it there's a whole um, reason of why it happened Uh, because people find that shocking I found it quite shocking when I first moved there that you know South Africa is not really especially after because of apartheid you wouldn't think it was such a progressive country, but they were actually the first country in the world to make gay marriage completely completely legal and equal to straight marriage. Um, and I actually got married yeah. out, out there um, to, to a woman. And when I, when I came back to the UK, um, I wasn't technically married in the UK because although I'd married her in South Africa and that was legal, when I got back to the UK, the government said, well, you're not technically married to her because it's not legal in the UK. You can get a civil partnership with her um, mm. In the UK, but you have to do it separately because um, back then, in whatever year it was, two thousand and eight, I think, or something like that, um, it wasn't it wasn't legal in the UK to get married. You could just get a civil partnership. So all related yeah. to
2: the church, like a lot of it is, and a lot of it in the um, African countries, it's down to religion as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's being unlike Terry says, ungodly. Yeah. So your, your family,
1: yeah,
0: but, your family oh, sorry, okay.
1: oh, sorry, go on Sarah. No, I was just going to say it's interesting because the religion that they are tying this to Christianity, well, I could argue that Christianity really emphasises that you don't judge, you just love one another unconditionally. It's not even African religion. We have a African tradition. So it's a borrowed religion that they are use, they're using to say uh, what you're doing there is ungodly. And yet they, they label... Um, the whole, you know, homosexuality is being un-African and having been brought by colonialism. But Same thing with Christianity; it's very un-African. It came with the missionaries. They're using the very thing that came with the, with the Europeans during colonialism yeah. to fight um, it's up. homosexuality. Doesn't they, even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just what? The, yeah, it's just complicated like that. And you can never convince an African person. Sarah knows that. Um, when I used to interact in Newcastle with my friends, they wouldn't know that I'm I'm, I'm gay. I mean, obviously, with her background, she would encourage that. At least she should tell them that that's what you are. But I couldn't come out to an African man because they're very they're disgusted by by it, and they can it's just completely unacceptable.
0: Well, even so, even, yeah. in the, even in the UK.
1: So these Definitely. are African people that are living in UK. So, so but they, even so African,
0: but even though they, they live in the UK, surely they must be coming across people in the UK that are gay and that are open about it. But is it because is it because yeah. you're from Zimbabwe? Is that what is that their issue?
1: I mean, I mean, they're there. They 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 they, um, they are obviously exposed to it. But uh, I mean, just, it does not necessarily mean that they um um you yeah. They, yeah they they don't necessarily approve of it. So if you're, they know, they accept it as something for the white, so this is something right. that the white is get you. interested in. Get yeah, you. so if you come out as, as gay to an African man, especially, yeah, I just enough to, to be in the UK, yeah.
2: I used to struggle with that jammer a bit sometimes because, um,
1: yeah,
2: to respect Terry's wishes, but I sometimes used to find it um, uncomfortable because obviously as well, they seem to think it's appropriate to be quite full on with her because obviously Terry you've obviously seen Terry you've interacted with Terry she's a very attractive lady and um to me that
1: they's <laughs> saying no they, Gemma hasn't seen me in person but but yeah I don't I don't know yeah don't but, know from, from
0: the good photos person. yeah dog, No, I'm joking <laughs> no, what I'm saying
2: is they feel it's that like, they can just be like like, like a bit full on, and as if like she'll always be interested, and, and I used to get frustrated because I would be like, "You just want to tell them, you're like, okay?" But I can understand why she didn't. But I sometimes did did struggle with that because obviously, um, yeah. I've had struggles in in different ways because like my parents, like, have accepted my sexuality, but. My parents have, um, have always been quite... Um, well, my father in particular, sadly, is quite bigoted and has been since I was a kid. So I grew up in a very bigoted household, really, and I'm surprised I'm the person I am because I obviously am the total opposite, mm-hmm. probably because I've always strived to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I knew it wasn't right and I've always been very strict with how he behaves in front of my son. So my parents have more issues with other things. Um more so my dad. Like my parents would be more are ex- more accepting of me being gay but would be less accepting that I'm dating Terry because she's black. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. It, I mean that's crazy but yeah.
2: It is. It is crazy. It is crazy. My parents are older. I'm not making excuses for them. But no, I know, I know.
0: There's nothing, there's nothing to do about it. Yeah.
2: Then um, that's the that's the crazy thing about life isn't it that these people say it as being you know
0: that well that's that's it, a large part to do with the generation they're from and the place of where the you know the yeah the, the city, but it's,
2: you it's know. also like with terry and, and being at home and not being able to be out it's a big cultural thing isn't it and it, it's because i've seen it a lot because i've because i've what i watch and what i'm interested in i've come to realize more and more that it's it's a it's a lot harder or people who aren't white to actually come out about their sexuality. I've
0: not, I've actually, mm-hmm. the more
2: I watch and
0: read. Mm-hmm. Yeah I've got it, I've got a lot of friends who are Indian just, it's yeah my just, my, my, my African just, friends and my Indian friends it's it's really difficult because like it, you say it's illegal you know so.
2: But even in this country for mm-hmm. it, it's not as easy for them to come out to their families yeah. and it is around
0: Culture but that's usually be- tied in with religion as well, you know. It yeah. Is
2: yeah,
0: yeah. and it, it, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, religion. I I had I had friends growing up in Leeds that were um, Sikh and Muslim and things, and they they weren't even gay, but they they found it difficult because their they, especially their fathers, their fathers really wanted them to be ingrained in their um, their roots and their culture. But they're British, you know, so their parents would have been from you know Pakistan, India, and places like that and the problem was that their their children yes they were indian but they were british you know so they were always getting in trouble because they wanted to cut their hair for example they wanted to wear dress and wear and do things that a british kid would do in the in the 80s and 90s and they were constantly having difficulties with their it's a bit like the film East is East you know it's that cultural thing of you're an, you, you know y- your parents may have been immigrants but you're british born and then you're trying to fit into a culture where you feel naturally like you're just a british kid but actually your parents want you to kind of like hawk back to to the country they're from and the, and follow and they tie that in a lot with religion you know the parents would often say to them well you have to do this because you're Sikh and you're muslim and they were always getting um you know grounded expect you know like getting into trouble with their parents because they wanted to be more western and, yeah. um, and then I, I felt sorry for them you know God, god knows what it must be like if you if you're if you're gay as well <laughs> oh my god I know yeah let's see
1: yeah it's interesting it's hard I think I think it it all goes down to um boils down to um people uh, trying to preserve their their culture which which is not such a bad thing because personally I think that what makes the world go round is diversity mm-hmm. and acceptance. Of each other, but without us having to to um, let go of our cultures and traditions. So, because I, I think I I, I I don't know. I just have a feeling that it's important that we preserve it. It's safe for a reason. It's linked to literally. I, I've I've i i i I've read papers where uh, uh, authors, um, scientific authors, would would link. Um, cultural diversity to biodiversity because I, I, I'm wary of us becoming a homogeneous entity where we pretty much live the same kind of life and I feel like it's dangerous for the earth but that's a talk for another time it's just I understand where they're coming from especially people of the elderly generation um trying to keep their children grounded and say I, I you know, for as much as you're exposed to the western culture and lifestyle is that part of you as well that you you can't let go that needs to be preserved so, I, I, t- yeah, I totally I'm, agree
0: but the, the issue is not it's the issue isn't isn't diversity the issue is 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 the harmony of for those cultures living side by side and that's where you get racists and you get people who you know like for example um i was having a conversation with somebody a few months ago and they were—I yeah. never thought of them as a racist, right? I didn't. But they said, "Oh, in London, there's an area you go to now where they don't speak English in the schools," and they were angry about it. And I said, "Well, why? Why is that? Why is that a problem?" And then we had this big kind of debate argument about it because I was really upset that they would find that, you know, annoying. And that—that's the issue is that I totally agree. I think cultures and um our our background and our history and our diversity is is fantastic too you should you should always try and you know embrace that and remember it but the, pro- the problem is 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 um whether we can do that in a peaceful and harmonious way you know yeah, within, within our own countries yeah. and that's where we seem to be getting the, the 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 especially like for example i spent a lot of time in bradford um growing up and it's bradford is one of my favorite cities but the riots, the the riots that go on in Bradford are bad, and they still go on to this day. And the riots form from pretty much all the police officers are white and um, most of the community in Bradford, not most, but a large majority of the community in Bradford is Indian. And um, so the pol- the the riots happen because the the white policemen are just kind of, I mean, I hate to say it, but <laughs> generally, they're quite racist. And so these riots happen every year between, you know, the Indian communities and the police. And it's, it's, it's really sad and it's awful. And you just think, and when you actually live in Bradford, when you actually spend time there, you can't imagine there being a riot because all the people that I know in Bradford that are from, um, who, are, who are the ethnicity of Indian are so peaceful, beautiful, friendly. They're so welcoming. They're really, you know, they're not like, they're not, they're not unwelcoming. They don't make you you know, like you feel totally part of the community. Um, even though you know I'm white, I never felt like they. I wasn't. I, I was treated like a friend, like a neighbor. You know. So it's like, well, why on earth is there riots? You know, it's it's awful. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> so t- Terry, are you? Um, have you have you had a have you had a girlfriend? In I'm 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 fascinated to know, like, because obviously this although this podcast is worldwide um most of the 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 followers are from the uk because i'm from the uk and most of the guests are from the uk so i'm interested to know like in in zimbabwe um have you had a, a long-term girlfriend over there and if you did did you have to keep it secret you know does your fam like how does it work with how's it worked over the years like yeah so um
1: like um when I when
0: I when I finished uni,
1: I was I was um I wasn't I wasn't out mm. um, I literally would pretend to be straight um, I mean I had men Mel Hello, hello, can you hear
0: us? Can you hear me? Teresa Hello, can you hear us? Yeah, but
1: yeah, I can hear you. Oh, yeah. So I got kind of sorry about that.
0: It's all right. Technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, the <a> technical glitch. <laughs> you know, you know, what it was it was the it was the um, African government hearing us talking about gay things, and they were like, shut her down.
1: So <laughs> and They're listening.
0: What <laughs> They're listening in.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, oh, what's going on here? just saying,
0: yeah, like. Did you really um, think that you didn't really just... think that, did you? What's that? Did you really
1: think that, or you just winding me up? I did really think that. Oh really?
0: <laughs> Fucking hell! That's sc- <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's scary. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Okay. So, um, where was I? Shall I continue with uh, yeah, from where I? Yeah. So I was just saying that I, I, I the whole. University um, period when I was doing my undergraduate, I did not come out. I did not even give an idea that I was gay. Um, I everyone just assumed I was straight. What to talking about?
0: Uni, yeah, yeah. my
1: undergrad. Yeah, at uni. Yeah, here in Zimbabwe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I, I mean, I would have people men hitting on me showing interest and in everything but I wouldn't I wouldn't accept and they would wonder why but I was just completely in uh not interested in them um and then when I finished uni so they they then that came to a point where you know obviously I'm gay and I'm in, a, in an age where um like you have needs you know what I mean like
0: <laughs> obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> that and I th- no that tv show had ended and you had needs and <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so like i'm um, just in this this, this 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 feeling that i know i just i just uh need to find there has to be people like me out there um it's not it's not talked about that much in the household it's never talked about but we know that those things um exist but when they're talked about it's not in a in know in a in a in a good space or in good light it's always these things are bad and this person is doing these so it, it always has a negative
0: what, even in your within your own family
1: on, on it yes within my own family i mean my mom literally thinks that it's a demon and you can get prayed for and get healed or cured of it
0: wow.
1: and in your mom yeah, your, your mom thinks that now that's what she thinks she, it's why she thought a couple of th- years ago um oh, wow. i'm sure that's the same position yeah. she she holds now yeah, yeah yeah
0: i guess is that is that a common yeah. is that you know, that's that's not. To, she's not like a rare oddity. It's it's quite common. Is it that um, is that is that taught? Is that taught through through the community and and re- through religion? Is that quite a common thing? That, it's because of religion is very com- common. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: yeah, it's very common. It's but they not they think it's, they think
0: it's like a demonic thing that could be cured. That's quite common.
1: Definitely like it. Oh. Yeah, you you can get prayed for it's like uh, um, Are they
0: teaching that in the churches as well though do you think or?
1: Some, some preachers do I mean there's so many different types of churches Some 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 preachers do say that yeah your Lesbianism demon can be cast out and you know you have people actually giving Testimonies that I used to be lesbian. I was so once possessed by the demon of lesbianism and i was prayed for and i'm cured and i'm okay now and you know judging from the comments and what people say about it then you can really see what 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 the what the, the larger community's uh, perception is when it comes to those issues because people are like yeah of course thank god you were lost you and you're now saved and it's demonic and you know so just just judging from that it's not something that Um, You can just uh, Say say out, you know, you just Mm -hmm. have to be careful who you tell so you don't come out come out but you have uh, obviously people that are close to You your 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 circle of friends that know about you that are more Accepting of it and obviously you have to to see what kind of person you're engaging with before you can come out if it's you can if you can tell that this is something that's totally unacceptable to them then you know it's an, it's, an, it's a no-go area with that specific place as can I, and can I well. ask,
0: um, is, are you finding that the... Well, not finding, is it... The, do the younger generation, are they... Would would you... Do you think that they're more accepting of... The younger generation that's coming up now in Zimbabwe, are they more accepting of LGBT than, say, the older? Or is it still the same?
1: Um, no, it's not the same. Obviously, the younger generations... Uh, it's, it's more accepting but not all of them as well Mm -hmm. um because because of the role that christianity as a religion plays Mm -hmm. in the lives of people it's this much there's a lot of influence that comes from the religious side so even obviously young people that are christian or that are very much involved in it will not are not very is open to it Mm -hmm. as those that are not and it's
0: it's censored on tv and radio right the gay stuff is censored even now
1: it's never talked about and even in conversation, in dialogue or anything like that on official television channels or the radio and then films wise obviously they don't show um, anything gay or lesbian the times you'd hear you talked about you know, our president, the former president was well known for saying explicitly that you'd equate gay people to pigs that's how disgusting wow. they are. You would, he would um, say to the Western countries that we are not gays, it's not African, don't impose your values mm-hmm. on us. I mean, he's not the only African president that, that thinks in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, so, it's. I mean, we have death sentences in, in some countries for yeah. just being gay. So mm-hmm. it's something that is totally unacceptable. You have to be careful of yeah. um, mm-hmm. When, when I when, yeah, I, when so I when I lived
0: in South Africa, there was a, a, a lesbian that was killed in, I forget which country. It, it wasn't South Africa, but it was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Zimbabwe actually, but it was a neighbouring country. I think um it could have been Zimbabwe, um but yeah, she was killed for being a lesbian. Um, Even in South Africa, after it had been legalized, because the general true, community. But it's true. But just by chance, by chance, but, it wasn't. It was a. It was a. It could have been Zimbabwe or it was a neighbouring country, but. Um, yeah, she was she was yeah. killed for being uh, lesbian by gay, uh by uh, straight men, and um, we we did a protest um, march. But even the protest march in South Africa was fraught with um, you know <laughs> you can imagine because there's a lot of religious there's a lot of Christians in South Africa, so yeah, it was really <laughs> yeah, sad. It was cool. scary, you know, it was awful.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely scary. So all of the relationships obviously were kind of underground, but unknown by a few friends, you know, so. You're just doing your thing. You can't. You can't be affectionate with each other in public. You just have to be careful. Although some people can tell when you're walking down the street that something there. But I mean, for as long as they can't prove it, then you're so okay. You've, you've
0: had you've had relationships in Zimbabwe with women, but you've just yeah. you've just kept
1: yes. it um, private. Yeah, I yeah, very private. But all, all only known by close friends, obviously, and. Uh, within the gay community, just you know, people that you hang out with, they would be, they would know. But it's something that you can't afford to just say out. Family may notice uh, uh, something, and they may be suspicious or sit you down and question you, what's going on. But uh, you know, you can't, you can you can't say it. You can't come out and say it. It's it's completely unacceptable.
0: Some um, I can't. I just can't even imagine. I can't even imagine it. Is there is there any underground? Is there any? I presume there's no clubs or or, or bars that that are gay. Is there any places that, that that gay people go to to congregate to in Zimbabwe? Maybe maybe uh, underground or maybe secret or
1: not. Not that I'm aware of. Um, I know that the places that are gay friendly. Um, they, they there's a place where we used to hang out. We, I used to do spoken word. So we used to do our performance there. That place, because, I mean, it's full of artists, young artists. Mm-hmm. They're more open-minded. And obviously, it was more open to gay people and very much gay-friendly. You could be gay. You could do whatever you could. Yeah, that's that's those are the only places where you could. And then we have, um, yeah, I mean, just a few few other places where that are gay-friendly, not strictly gay bars or... I'm not aware of those. But but, 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 but gay people
0: can go there and they can semi, semi kind of uh, talk about things, I guess, you know, more openly.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, besides that, um, Lesbian and Gay Association uh, Zimbabwe Girls, Gay Mm -hmm. and Lesbian Association of Zimbabwe, um where they do workshops they do um um they do events they organize events for gay people at their center mm-hmm. just just for security obviously um so they they have things going on they have um beauty contests going on, they have uh, artists coming in to perform for gay people, so it's quite closed because you can't afford to. Uh, go around doing such such things, just willy nilly But yeah, you have those organised by that association, where yeah, it's just a friendly place for gay people, uh, because they understand the you know the, the the struggles that come with being gay, like socially, mm-hmm. you know, and politically. So they just there to support uh, gay people in the community. So yeah,
0: and, and what would happen if? you were found you say it's it's, it's obviously it's illegal but what what are the what are the punishments if you are found to be you know like would um, you go to jail or is it what is it a a fine or
1: uh you may you may actually go to jail uh, for for how long because because thing is people can only suspect you're gay um and that that's why i'm kind of this one kind of um i'm a bit um how do you call this um i mean obviously about the podcast and knowing its reach and everything um but i mean for as far as far as i know. People can only suspect, but you can't can't come out. But if if a person suspects, you have to catch me in the act to prove that I'm gay, if you know what I mean. So you can't say because of the way I dress or how I do things or you see me with this specific person all the time or anything like that. But because you haven't proven or you haven't seen me in the act, then you can't prove that I'm gay. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to pin it. Uh, down on on anyone, even when they are you, you because you 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 don't have that proof, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, it, though it's illegal, it's kind of it makes it a bit difficult to enforce in that regard because obviously you have to catch me in the act to prove that I am. Then obviously, if you're if you're caught in the act, then you may have to face.
0: All right, so it's not like it, it's not kind of like a witch hunt thing where somebody could just point to someone and say I think they're gay and. And they get hauled into the courts. They they actually have to have proof of, I guess, copulation or something. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Because it's difficult. I mean, not
1: in this country. In some countries, they do that, but mm. not not this country. We don't have that, which is which is okay at the moment. It's not something that would consider important. We have other pressing issues yeah. to focus on rather than gay rights. It's not something that we. It's far from what, what we because there are other issues that we can deal with that are more
0: Agent,
1: mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I feel you, you, you are lucky. Oh God! Yeah, I, I was just...
0: going to say when you when you come when you came <laughs> to the UK, it must have been like a huge weight off your shoulders to, you know what I mean? Like to it be able was. to just go and meet a it woman. Was. And... I know.
1: I mean, I could feel. I I could feel more comfortable because obviously, Sarah, you think people can tell when we are walking together, right?
2: Um I don't know really because we don't because you 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 still aren't fully comfortable even when you're here um and obviously I respect that. Um yeah. And also nope. the other
1: and thing, the other I mean like I mean like when we're walking generally do you think people can can kind of s- tell that we are a
0: couple?
2: Not really. Oh no. Cuz we're not overly no. we don't show affection in public or So hold you don't hands. you don't hold hands. It, Terry won't know that. No, 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 it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, because you it just. the other yeah. thing that we 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 experienced is obviously we're biracial mm-hmm. as well, Gemma, mm-hmm. and they're still in this country, sadly, and obviously with what's happened recently, it's highlighted that that some people still have a bit of a problem with that. So great because I find this. I'm fascinated I, I, by this. Yeah.
0: I'm fascinated by the subject because.
2: Yeah, I'm, um, I've not. Or well, I don't know if it's that. I think it's a combination of when people have maybe seen. It's and also sorry, that's my dog. I really apologise. Right. Outside. Worry. Um, I think also we look very different, not just from colour, but. I'm really small mm-hmm. and Terry's really tall so we do look a bit like the odd couple anyway because like there's a significant difference in our height um, and so we we have had
0: like looks and things but... But like, can, I, can I ask you, so I'm fascinated by this subject because...